my theme music. Every good hero should have some. Alex and we watch bad movies so you don't have to that's right you don't have to worry yourself about it and today we got one that, that you might kind of like what are we what are we looking at today Alex man we are delving into Zack Snyder's army of the dead they're not what you think they are they're smarter they're faster they're organized I want to try something. You got no wind to Tiger. That's crossing the line. Zack Snyder, ladies and gentlemen, was the guy who did the long movie. <laughs> mm. Long DC movie. Uh Justice League, the second uh second version of that. So Zach Zach comes back with a zombie film. He's like, okay, since you seen what I can do with these long movies, let's 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 just do a plain old feature and, and watch uh watch what I do with this zombie zombie film. Yeah, it was it was long also. He like that my guy does <laughs> my guy does not he, he doesn't take his time with it with all the slow mo. I'm sure oh. that's that's probably why it's so oh, long. God. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah. But this film is about uh it's a typical zombie film, apocalypse, uh a virus hits or some kind of man-made virus happens and humans are the subject in this and then the next thing you know uh, we got something where Vegas is shut down for quarantine. I <laughs> know uh, it, it, it like it sounds eerily similar. Like it really had yeah. a lot. Of, it had me, especially there were there were scenes when they're taking temperatures and stuff. Just reminds oh, me bro. of all the stuff we're going through with COVID. Like like we got we got we got everything but the zombies. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, yeah. we're still the, waiting. We're yeah. still waiting. I'm still like, waiting on looking at somebody and be like. That show looks tasty. I'm gonna take yeah. a bite at you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's looking. And we got everything but the zombies here. But again, this is like it's a basically a zombie heist film. Right. Like I, I think that's kind of cool. Like they, it starts off with a guy and his girlfriend in a car, and they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing while they're driving. Who would have? Look, yeah. that's that's one thing that stuck out to me. Who would have thought that the end of the world would come? Yeah. Off of a BJ. Yes. That's all I'm just saying. Like, yeah. you would yeah. think that that world peace would have came. But yes. No. Evidently, no. no. We had a whole apocalypse yes. happen because Crap. this, this yes. guy, guy was getting his marital uh, bliss on. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Crashes okay. into this army caravan that's carrying this alpha zombie in the back, and then oh then everything else just goes crazy. So, like, it's. It's a really fun movie. I love the first, like the the montage with leaving Las Vegas. Cry 
bright light city gonna set my soul gonna set my soul on fire got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn so get those stakes up high yeah you get it? which which is like being that we're watching Zack Snyder come out more into his own we're starting to catch some of his flavor as far as ideals we already know he loves the slow-mo Yes, with with bullets dropping real slow and making the ching 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 sound, but he also gets these creepy, eerie cover songs in the in the song in in the movie. It's like even in Justice League, you'd be like, "Man, that song sounds so creepy." But then he does "Viva Las Vegas" and it's slowed down, and he got two people singing, and, and everything is going in slow mode, and the yeah. colors are bright and vibrant, like. Like Las Vegas, and he's got <laughs> right. and he's got like a zombie Elvis, zombie right. show, showgirls. It's like they don't. He doesn't waste time with all this whole character development. Right, we're just gonna we're gonna get you to the zombies, right? So you can just you know strap in for this ride. So and, and you got Liberace playing the piano, yes. while everybody's getting devoured, and yes, and the whole while I'm up there like. I'm not going to Vegas. I don't want to go to Vegas <laughs> to get, get married or none of that. You got bridal group. Yeah, you got zombie party bride. people getting yes. shot in the head. It's like, gosh, this place went to went to hell and back real fast. Yeah, he and, got like he really he gets you. He, he doesn't waste like I said again. He doesn't waste time with all this. We're just going to get you to the zombies because that's what you're here for. If I'm right. going to a movie and it's called Army of the Dead, let's get to it. Exactly. And I mean, even the intros of the characters were pretty dope. It was like it's almost like he uses chaos as a backdrop and then he he throws in this calm moment. Like he like you see uh Batista with his family. With his family, go to picture of with some ugly Christmas sweaters and he's well, this is the introduction of this badass character that's coming up. And then you got o- Omari coming up. Omari Hardwick Val- with his parents with and his family. And valedictorian. And yes. It's like it's just these introductions of the characters, and he shows where they were caught in situations. So you can actually see, oh, they're about to do some real tough stuff later on in the film. Omari Hardwick saws a guy in half. Yes. With you a can. circle of salt. That that's his weapon, like that's, that's yeah. I mean, and and the whole thing with me is like with zombies, you don't want to get them close enough to you where they'll bite you or anything. But he goes up close and personal and slice slice the thing in half. Yeah. So you already know this is a bad dude coming up in the film. Yeah, ghost ghost is killing it in this <laughs> right. Like go, Patrick Saint, what Saint Patrick? James Saint Patrick. Same yeah. Now <laughs> in the research already, like he put on like fifteen pounds of muscle to play this character. Uh, he's been wanting to break out, you know, of that ghost role, and right. uh, I think he does. I think he does a pretty good job here. Like at, at first, I was worried about seeing him as ghost through the whole movie, but I, I you know, I kind of somewhere in the middle, like he became Valendrone. He became the character right. for me. To quote the great Joseph Campbell, he said, "It is by going down into the abyss where we recover the treasures of life. Where you stumble, there lies your treasure." To the ironic twist of the unknown. Bottoms up. Cheers. Well, I mean, he had ghost moments. Like, <laughs> like, like that whole finger pointing and looking at somebody and walking off. Yeah. That's, that was, that's ghost. That's, that's ghost. ghost all day. It's like, you, you sit up and like, 
man. He looked like he talking to Tariq. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the dynamic with him and the uh the safe cracking dude, yeah, was was pretty dope. I love that dynamic. It was pretty dope. Like I thought they had a, a like a great crew. You look at it, they had David Batista and Scott Ward. He was the main mm-hmm. guy. You got Omari Hardwick up in there. You got Theo Rossi. I remember him. That's Juice from Sons of Anarchy, but he's, but he's also Shades from Luke Cage. From Luke Cage, yeah. yeah like he's up in there. I mean, you and got. He, so yeah, he's always a he's always a douchebag, and yeah, you know. he's always yeah he plays a good bad guy. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely a good bad guy that you love to hate. But uh, so, what did you think of the movie as a whole? Did you enjoy it? What did you? How did you feel about it? It was a fun ride, man. I I, I dug it because I'm. Zombie movies aren't in my top five films to watch, but when I watch them, I'm always looking at the um, the humor in it, and it had funny parts in it, um, and just the idea of you got free range to kill people that are already dead. <laughs> yeah. But with this film, it, it gave you insight also because you know, in your typical zombie film, you're always thinking that, oh, the zombies are out to eat people's brains because they just want to eat the brains out of people. But then with uh, Amari's character, um, he shows that it's not really the brains, but it's the heat that the body produces that they always trying to go. And then it, it goes back to, oh, when the temperature drops in somebody, they'll think that they've been infected with the uh, virus. Yeah. So it, it gives you more insight to, oh, now I can, I can actually process that. I didn't think, you know, when you watch old films like Night of the Living Dead and the black and white version and you got these people coming out of the caskets and eating people up and biting into their heads, you think, oh, they just have this infinity for eating people's cannibalism. But it's bigger than that. And I and and it was it was kind of dope to see all of that come together and learn more of this uh, genre of film because it's a large fan base of zombies that well, that is out there. Yeah, that's true. Like, and on this one is all this one was also different because these have high functioning zombies. Like, I right? Know, I, mean, high fun- I just said high functioning zombies in a sentence, but it's like it's <laughs> like, like that's the, an oxymoron. Like, yeah, jumbo but, shrimp. <laughs> yeah. But like the, the alpha zombies is like Zeus, right? The, the leader of the zombies, they're they're the ones that they kind of know what's going on and they're kind of ruling the place. And they have the tier below them that really just just walking around biting folks. When they bite people, they turn into like those mindless mindless zombies. But right. even did you peep in the movie where Zeus's bride was pregnant? Like how, that what, was what crazy. Zombies, yeah, zombies reproduce like that. That was just another little. Adds adds more layers that pulls, you know, novice like us, you know, it pulls us into okay, this has some depth to it. So, what else can we learn about this whole new species of of life that is being produced? That yeah. uh, can <laughs> and and you know, even with the guy, even with the Zeus character, like he was he was made. In a mill in in uh what is that area fifty one? Yeah, which they're saying like I'm doing the research. They're saying that it has maybe he's kind of an alien. Like they're putting a lot of they're throwing a lot of eggs in this basket. Like they're just you know playing with a lot of genres here. 
And they're saying that maybe he was an alien that was produced there and they were trying to move him out of the area and things just went wrong. So I don't know. I think it's just a kind of a new take on an old genre. Right. And I, I think it kind of it just it takes it to the next level. And I love I love the, the bank heistness of it. Because yeah. uh, remember, our guy Scorpion uh, from Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah. Comes, yeah. <laughs> comes in. Rory Yoka. Yeah. Aurora. Comes in. Comes yeah. comes in and is like, okay, guys, go get this money for me, and I'll give you these millions. And in my head, I'm thinking, why would I need millions in the zombie apocalypse? Exactly. What's the value of money? Yeah, like why am I even? But these guys join in, and it's like they're like the misfit Avengers, right. and, they, and they go in there, and to a man, with the exception of two, they all perish. The thing I loved, loved about the film was like I said in other podcasts, if a film doesn't put you into a situation where you're thinking, now, hmm, what would I do or who would I be in these these uh, situations or these scenarios? Like, I looked at some of the characters, like one of, one of the characters that was funny uh, was the uh, helicopter pilot. Yeah. Because she came off the break like it was survival, like I, the Island Survival movie. Like, okay, so just a quick question. Um, if we get down to it, who would be like your number two person to save? I think I should be that person. It was so, yeah. it yeah. was like, I said, I would probably say something like that. Like, I would be like, hey man, like when this go down, I'm going to have a duffel bag, but look, I need I need to be on that helicopter, bro. Yeah, they, she played, <laughs> yeah, that was Marine Peters. That was the character's name, but it was Stig Norata that uh, played played the character. And what's cool about her character is she replaced the guy that was in that role. Oh and, wow! And it, yeah, she replaced him, so they had to shoot all her stuff separately and on the green screen in order to make it fit. And just the technology to do that today is just amazing. And it was flawless because I never would have thought she wasn't. Yeah, uh, there when they the shot the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, so it, they did some strong CG work in this one, man. Yeah, so, yeah, it, I don't know, I just thought that, like, the whole cast was was pretty spot on, and they were, they were pretty good with it. One thing I got to acknowledge, though, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Omari uh, had to uh, do something that is a cardinal sin in the Divine Nine, <laughs> which is Amari is is a part of Alpha Phi Alpha Incorporated, and Zach uh, Snyder wanted him wanted his character to be a Q or Omega, and it, it was like he almost had to sell his soul to get it. He's like, man, I'm an Alpha. He's like, hey, but I really want the Qs to be represented. And then he, if, if you go on uh, YouTube and check out the interviews that he explained why why. Uh, he did what he did in, in representation. It was pretty dope that even Zack Snyder would know about uh, black uh, Greek organizations to even put that type of mindset into the film. So it was pretty dope. It's just, it's, it's just you know, it's funny that the bros are the ones that save the world. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and eventually he is the one. From what I understand, like, well, we already, like, he gets bit by the alpha, and then he becomes the alpha. 
Right. So like he's he's back to being an alpha. So there, there you go. It yeah. comes full, comes yeah. full circle. <laughs> that was kind of slick with it. So, but <laughs> even with that, it's like with this film, yeah, you would want to see a sequel on it. It it, it, it was just that good. I mean, kill scenes were dope. What uh, was your favorite? What was your favorite kill scene? It would have to be, um. When the when the girl the girl was uh when they were trying to get through the zombies in the hall the you know the lower tier zombies that you know they they don't think they just yeah they, they just bite. eat yeah so she's trying to get through uh it's Samantha Samantha Wynn and her character name was Chambers and she was with that uh screw loose screw loose guy uh Mikey and she was going through and the kill scene there where she wakes all of them up. (laughs) But she goes G on it. Like she's popping them. At first she, she slowly kills them. Like she stabs one up under the chin and then she stabs another one in the head just to get through. Cause they supposed they react to sound cause they were in a hibernation stage. But then the next thing you know, when all of them wake up and she's the one playing the back, like she she has the six for the group and she's playing the back and covering the back. All of them come alive and they start ganging up on her. And then she comes out the window and just she's letting it go. She's blasting them. Bow, 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 left and right. And I'm like, oh, she was gangster until. And it's like, oh, well, but that was one of my favorite scenes. Like that whole, just you know, just stabbing people in the head. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. What now, about yours? What's, what's my, my my favorite kill scene? Uh, the character's name was Maria Cruz, and it was okay. Alan Alan De La Rodriga. And it was when they were walking out. Uh, Batista and her were walking out of the same. Oh, and the yeah. alpha comes. Alpha like, just caught me off guard. The alpha comes up and grabs her head. <laughs> And just turns it the other way, right? And so, and she, <laughs> and she, her eyes are looking at Batista. Yes, like, like yeah. that got me. Like there, there's a lot of more gory scenes, but I didn't. I like I figured they were gonna ride off in the sunset together. Yeah, cause, and but because she expressed how she really felt about dude, so dude no. was like, "Oh, maybe we could go off into the sunset, spend this money." But it's a zombie film. We know this is not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then the daughter. I let me. Uh, uh, yeah, the daughter if, made if, me very, yeah, very Katie, ill. Katie, Katie Ward. That's the character's name. Right, it's Ella Purnell. But come right. on, this. If, if she acts right, then we we get the money and we get out of there, and everybody lives. Yeah, she's but, trying to be too much of a superhero, trying to save the friends and all that good stuff. I'm like, nah. This is this is off director. She's doing she's doing entirely too much. It, but, too much. Yeah, like I, she she's like Tariq, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much like Tariq. Tariq from Power. But all right, let's get into our categories, man. All right, cool. who is your MVP? Who won this movie for you? Um, I would have to say the guy who won the movie was um the fake Q. I'm sorry, I'm a little embarrassed. It's okay, honey. I'm good. I'm good. You know what? You don't look so good. 
Long day. Your skin is really cold, so we're gonna let the captain know. No, no, no. Let me just hit the head, splash some water on my face. I'll be good as gold. Thank you now. <laughs> of course you would pick him, but go yeah, ahead. Go yeah. ahead. I, tell me why. Tell me why. I love the fact that he uh he was consistent through the film, bro. It was like he didn't say much, but when he said something, it was pretty dope. And I mean he he like I said, he unlayered another tidbit of information that I didn't know. Like <laughs> like the scene where they were trying to get into the to the safe. And they had the booby trap set. <laughs> and the the first zombie that they took out, they thought he was just going to walk up to the door. And he turned around and was like, nah. And then they had to shoot him. And he walks back to the elevator, like, frustrated. He took that big sigh, and then the door closes. And then he comes back out. But he learns that the zombies need heat. Like, they feed off of the heat or the warm flesh that they eat. So he throws a hand. In the microwave, you know, warm that bad boy up like one of those gas station burritos, toss it in front of the safe door, and the zombie goes through all the booby traps. Yes. I love the fact that he was the guy. Like, he was a thinker. He was a smart guy, which most cues are. But, you know what I'm saying. That was my my MVP. And then I love the fact that he's the future of it. Like, whatever happens to this movie and whatever is next Valentron is going to be a part of it exactly he's got to be but okay for my MVP I'm going with Dave Batista zombies shamblers the undead whatever you want to call them when it comes to killing them it's all about the brain if one comes at you shoot it in the brain it's that simple any questions yes what if I took a big rock and smash it into the hat would, would that work yeah, yeah, that uh, that also that still be targeting the brain, so that would work. Okay, I'm going with him because he turned down a role in Suicide Squad to take this movie because he wanted to be a lead. In this movie, he showed heart. He was we already know he's tough because my guy's Drax from uh, what is it, Drax from uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, also two cents on that. What you're saying. Did you remember the fight scene where the zombie ran up and he had the knife and he was trying to stab him? Yeah. And all I could think about was when Drax <laughs> when Drax went into the, the beginning of the uh, second uh, Guardian of the Galaxy and he hopped into the uh, alien's mouth and he was in the stomach. Yes, just yes. Stabbing. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, this is Drax all over again, but he's dealing with a zombie, but it was like yeah. That scene and when Batista was running out of the building and, and was running from those from table to table and slot machine, that was dope, man. Yeah, that Ooh. that was scary. And I, and I thought at some point, because in this movie, they will kill you. It's not a problem. But I thought at some point, you know, they were gonna get him there and he got away. Yeah. But, I, but I think he I think he was really strong in this. He showed a lot of heart with the daughter scenes. Yeah. With the the uh, the scenes about with the ex the flashbacks that have having to kill the wife. Because she turned into a zombie. I thought he proved he could be a leading man in this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because usually he's just like the big guy in the back. Yeah. But uh, I thought he won in this because this movie is good enough to where, okay, I can see him, you know, doing something else and doing something bigger. Right. Most definitely. How about um, who who will be your sixth man in this film? Six man coming off the bench. Didn't have a lot of screen time, but, you know, uh, 
you know what? I've got to go with mm, uh, Garrett Dillonhunt. Okay. He's the guy who plays Mark, who is basically the plant. Yeah. The plant from the company that comes in with them and he turns on him. Right. Uh, now he ends up getting, you know, one of the best death scenes. He ends up getting killed by the tiger. saw him I was like okay something's up with this and mm-hmm. whenever he was the and especially when they were running away and he closes the, the door on the on the lady as yeah. they were running up I was like ah I knew that was coming I knew he was a bad guy he was just basically basically there to get the head of an alpha so he could bring it back to his boss so they can make more zombies and what made it so bad if they knew if they really knew that she was pregnant they could they could have yeah. just took the baby out and, and incubated it and, and grew their own. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. They could have done that. They yeah. He I I think when I saw him take the head, I was like, you done mess it up for everybody. Oh yeah. Cause at when, this point. Because <laughs> when Zeus came and saw the body and lost it, bro, I was like, Oh, this ain't gonna be good. Nah, you don't you don't mess with <laughs> the baby. You don't mess with the baby mama. So you don't mess with bad. the baby mama. So and this, yeah, you you you're bad on that one. And then the, uh, my guy Garrett Garrett Dillahunt, he's also he's got history with, with zombies because he's in The Walking Dead. He plays oh. John, yeah, he plays John Dory in The Walking Dead, and uh, he's been on there since 2018. But I, just a spoiler alert for Walking Dead: if you're a Walking Dead fan, if you haven't seen it, I'm telling you to jump out now. All right, on Walking Dead, he gets turned into a zombie. At the end, and then he then he ends up dying. So my guy is like really steeped in zombie history, right? And, he does, and when I saw him show up, I was like, okay, we're in good hands now. Yeah, I, I think Zach really thought about the culture, and he used a lot of elements from the uh, zombie culture and the and the cult following for, for this film. So you need people like that. You need to throw familiar faces in there that that people know from the walking dead the series to really make it legit you know yeah. to, get, a, to get that respect on it you're right because you like if you see him there you like if john's here i'm here Let, let's yeah here. okay let's do this all right okay i i, I was nervous at first but <laughs> now that he's driving cool let's go let's go uh i think my sixth man would have to be the person that I relate to the most, uh, Maria Pete, Pete Peters, uh, the the uh, helicopter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, she like, has she has some great one liners. I can't. Yeah, remember. it was like she was like, I have what you talk. You saying I talk too much? Why are you judging me? I haven't seen these people in a long time, man. It was so hilarious. Like she was that comic relief, and she didn't see hard half of the action that everybody else saw. And all I she love- had to do. Was, was get the helicopter, and the helicopter I, and, was bust. <laughs> and I love, I actually love how she uh, accepted the job. Like yeah. it was, yeah, <laughs> dude. It I wasn't mean, even a conversation. Pans out. 
make $2 million for one day's work. $2 million. But That's my share. That's just for me. $2 million if it pans out. 100% I'm in. Yeah. You don't want to know, you know, the risks or... Why would I want to know the risks? $2 million? It's a lot of cash. Listen, I hate my life so deeply. If I had $2 million, my life would change drastically. Yeah. Thank you. It was like two mil. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. You're not gonna ask what the job is. Never mind. No, it involves a pilot, so I guess that's what I'm doing. But but this is the thing. You saw. You already knew she was a recluse when she was standing beside the gas tanker, smoking a black and mild. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. then came up to the gate like, she's like, so what you guys want? Yeah, we're going yeah. to do a job. It's going to be about two million dollars. Sure, I'm in. I'm in. All in. Let's do it. <laughs> I hate my life. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> she, she literally said, "I hate my life." Yeah, yeah. It was so dope. I loved her character. I think she, she in those films, in zombie films, because it's such an intense moment. You need hilarious, very hilarious people in those situations, and she was she was the one for me. So that's my six man coming off the bench, letting it fly. Cool, cool. Okay, who was your least valuable player? Who do you think didn't do a great job or they didn't use them enough? Um, I would have to say um I think the daughter, man. Kate Kate Ward. I didn't like her character. And and mm -hmm. I mean, it still would have been a great film without that 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 whole Sub story going on, but don't you? But he, don't you need you like you need that to get him there to get them to go back? Other than that, he just gets the money and run, right? Well, I mean, you got that, but still, you could use the uh, love interest for that. I, I think I get I get the whole thing as far as the conflict that he will have because now it ups the ante of him going in because that's my daughter. I gotta my kid, save my yeah. daughter, so. It's like it compromises the the mission with her being there. But even if you took that character out, you could use the love interest as a compromising situation. Especially like when uh if if she instead of killing her off, mm. which was dramatic, I mean, dude, they turned her head around and her collarbone came out the side. Bro. Yes, yes, it was very good. I love that kill, <laughs> but. The conflict of interest with her could have been, and here we go delving into what we would have did different in the yeah. film. Um, her becoming a zombie, and then yeah. he has a conflict of interest, like either I, I say uh, I, I kill her or try to do something to make this better. So I mean, with the daughter, they could have excluded her out of that, but I get it. I mean, you. You think you're getting away, then you got to come back and pick her up because she's not at last call at the roller rink when you yeah. come out to pick her up. She's like, it's hey, like, uh, the car's got about to leave. <laughs> John Peterson, your mom is at the, at the DJ yeah. booth. Would yeah. you please come at John Peterson? And you up there running around trying to get with your friends <laughs> instead exactly. of coming up and getting your ride. You better get up out of there. So yeah. I, I didn't like the the, the daughter. She was Ooh. like the least one for me. How about okay. you? For me, I got to go with uh, Theo Rossi. I thought... Uh, <laughs> because I thought... Shades. Shades, but I feel like 
we've seen him in stuff where, you know, I thought it was a waste to shoot him, a waste to turn him into a zombie just to get killed again. I feel like he, I, I wanted to see more screen time with him because I know he's such a really strong actor. Right. But it's like he was, okay, we shot him the first time, then we threw him in there, and then the next time we see him, he's a zombie, and he's on screen for a few minutes, and then we kill him. Yeah, and I mean, even the direct, even the part where he goes after the daughter, I think the better part would have been, well, I guess I guess it's the obvious one. Like, he goes after the uh, the, what, the girl that they call Coyote. Coyote, Lily. Yeah. I would have I would have liked it better if he had a came back for her because she sold him out. She put him out there. Yeah. And, made, and now he is a zombie because of that. Yeah, like I, I that would have been cool for him to get his, you know, yeah, get his revenge on her, like snap her neck, eat her up or something, yeah. something to the one that sold you out. I would have liked that would have been more of a, a a relief for me instead of him going after the girl, but I get it. Because they had tension before they even went over. True, true. So I get that part, but I would have, I would have had a more exclamation point on it if he went back and got the coyote. True, true, true. I until all right for your uh, special category, the Troy Brown Best Pet Award. Uh, who wins for you? For me, there's two. There's two nominees. All right, the tiger. Right. Which for me, I really love the fact that that the tiger and the horse were reanimated, that they had zombie tigers right. and horses. Because when you look at zombie movies, like, everything thing becomes a zombie except for the animal. Right. And I always wondered why. I love the fact they took time with the animals. And I did the research on it. They said the tiger was all CGI. They mm. did it with uh, CGI, the technology. The horse was basically a horse in a zombie costume. <laughs> so they, yeah, so they built it. They got a, a real live horse. They put a costume on it and had him walking around and doing the scenes. They had a, a, tra crazy. a trainer there to make sure the horse was okay because, you know, we love animals. Right. But, right. but for me, the award has to go to the horse because it's a real animal. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I love the fact that he took enough time where they drew the muscular structure of the actual horse. And they went. They said they went and saw how animals decayed, and then they they modeled that one after That's how crazy. an animal would decay and how it would actually look. And when you look at it in the movie, it looks so real. Yeah, yeah. So that that got that gets my award right there. Strong runner up to the tiger. The tiger was excellent also, and the tiger was a little more Siegfried and Roy, one of one of their tigers exactly. from the show. Like now, like, mind you, the backstory is. One of the guys from Six Feet and Roy, yeah, yeah, mauled yeah. by a tiger. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, you can throw that in there. Like <laughs> that's that's like one of those uh, assumptions that in your mind, maybe the tiger uh, <laughs> was was a zombie already, and Six Feet and Roy is like one of the zombies that's in there. <laughs> but for me, the Troy Brown Award goes to the tiger, and the reason why is because the they used the tiger as a guardian. It was crazy. It, it showed so many layers of structure with oh, the higher tier. Dude, I just thought about this. I just and it just popped into my head. Uh, on The Walking Dead, they have a character named uh, Ezekiel. Uh -huh. Ezekiel has a pet tiger that guards that escaped escaped from the zoo on The Walking Dead. And oh, wow, he, yeah, and he's the he guards like his kingdom 
Yes, he's his kingdom with an actual tiger. Yes. But yeah, go ahead. I just thought about that. But that that goes to show they really they really thought about the culture again. But yeah, the Troy Brown Award goes to the tiger for me because it was it was a scout. It it looks <laughs> it went back and told it, it was almost like okay, I see them over there. This is what happened. Go over that over the over there to get them. So I really dug the, even though it was strictly CGs, I really dug the uh, the tiger in it. Cool, cool, cool. So tell me, what are you gonna give it on our scale, on our gas scale? What what do you got for it? I'd say a full tank, man. It got me there. I mean, even though I'm not a like, if I'm scrolling through films to watch, I'm not gonna go automatically to a zombie film because they're so predictable in some ways because it's like oh dead people shoot them in the head keep it moving but it was it was a good like you said it was a good um heist movie it really the zombies are 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 present but it was a good heist movie like you got all these shady characters a team comes together and it does put you in the mind of suicide squad yeah so a team comes together to steal all this money, but you it's almost like that uh what it is, the um the monkey trap. Like they got the nut inside of the bottle and the monkey tries to get the nut out the bottle and you like, oh either I let go of the nut and won't get killed or hold on to it and they catch me. Yeah. So it's like either we're gonna get this money and we're gonna we're probably everybody's gonna die. Somebody somebody gotta leave out of it. Because, mind you, it, it it compounded more and more throughout the movie. Okay, we're going in. We got to go against zombies. Oh, we look at the news. They've moved up the time on blowing the whole place up. Yeah, a nuclear a nuclear bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and and now we we got booby traps. We can't get to the money. Somebody's making noise. The guy can't concentrate. It's like it's so many layers to this is just straight Mission Impossible. I don't think we're going to make it. So I give it a full tank of gas, man. I'm going to give it I'm I'm going to give it uh, three-fourths of a tank because I don't think I don't think it was perfect. Like it's I think it was a good bad movie. Like it was it wasn't like it wasn't I'm not it wasn't perfect, but it was a fun time. Yeah. Like I, I'll save like the full tank for like the, like the perfect joints. But like I said, it, it was a fun time. I really had a fun time with it. I'm here for every zombie movie just because it's just fantasy and it's fun. And then also to me, zombie. I'm I don't really dig horror, but zombies always because they say something about the culture. Like they're always right. saying saying something else about us. So when I uh see a zombie movie, I'm all I'm all in on it. And then Zack Snyder, like whatever you got to say about the guy, he makes entertaining movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, outside of the slow mos and the creepy songs, yeah. He makes some really good films, man. Yeah, like he's a he's a really good director for what he does. And you know and you're in a Zack Snyder movie, so you know what you're gonna get. So I'm I'm all in for that. So That's cool. So, so tell me, go okay. ahead now, you go ahead. So it's it, always go to this category. What is your Mount Rushmore as far as zombie films are concerned? My route, Mount Rushmore zombie films. All right, here we go. 
I got to go with the OG, the original Dawn of the Dead, the nineteen seventy, okay. the nineteen seventy eight version. Okay. Now, like there's there's been a remake, plenty of remakes, but to me, the seventy eight version is the one that just kind of touches the soul. It's really scary, and also maybe because I was a kid when I saw it, that uh, you know, it still kind of hits me that way because, like I said, I'm still. Nightmare on Elm Street still scares the crap out of me. So like, <laughs> yeah, the first I think one. It all, I, I yeah, think. I think the first, the very first one, because I think it just depends on how old you are when you see it. Right. right all right. right. For my number two up there, twenty eight days later. Ooh, that scares me because I right now I don't I, I don't want to go to London. <laughs> like it was like oh, right. I'm, I'm good on that. Twenty eight days later is another one that I that I really dig as far as zombies is concerned. And then my number three, and this is a kind of a funny zombie movie, is Zombieland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone. Bill Murray. Yes, pops in at the end of that. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, I love Zombieland. Like, I just, I can't put the sequel up there because I don't, I'm not digging the sequel as much, but uh, I did like Zombieland. That's probably my my favorite right there. And my last one that's right up there, and I just saw it Saw it as I was doing research for, for this movie, it's The Reanimator. Wow. Yeah, it's it's an older film, but uh, for anybody who hasn't seen it, check check it out, and it, like, it's scared, it'll scare, scare the crap out of you. And there's another one that's real dope that uh, I haven't seen, but it looks really good. It's what if Nazis were reanimated. Yeah, the Overlord. Yeah, no, no, this one's called Dead Snow. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's oh, called Dead Snow. Yeah, it's called Dead Snow. If Nazis came back to life, I haven't seen that yet, but I gotta check that out because I really think that uh that premise is pretty cool. So what is what's your Mount Rushmore zombie movie, sir? Mount Rushmore gotta be Zombieland, first one. Yes, because yes. it's a comedy. I I mean <laughs> to to see how stupid it is <laughs> and and the layers of uh rules that your guy had you know yeah. check the back seat i what's funny about it i do that now like <laughs> it is it, it's no zombie apocalypse but i'll check my back seat just in case you know so i love uh zombie land that's my number one number two i am legend will smith great zombie movie is it Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I, I'm not gonna with that. That yes, I'm not gonna fight you on it, bro. Okay. <laughs> like I mean, and even doing research on this film, it's not popping up as far as the top ten of zombie films, but it has my respect as far as the whole ideal of okay, there's a virus and the virus makes people turn into zombies and the zombies and there's this one guy, power to the people, a black guy say is is immune to it and he's trying his best to save everybody okay so okay i am legend pretty dope okay next one night of the living dead 1968 here we go whoa another the black and white one yeah those those get you like those get you and it's not go it's not gory but the storyline a black guy survived and i'm happy about that I'm very yeah. happy about that. So, even back in 1968, because, you know, black people were dying first in every film. 
black yes. and white in seventies, especially. So, Night of the Living Dead, nineteen sixty-eight. That was that's uh the third one, and the one following after that got to be Dawn of the Dead. Like that was dope. Dawn of the Dead. You talking about Zack Snyder's version, or you talking, or you talking about the seventy-eight version? The seventy-eight version. Seventy-eight version. Okay, yep. cool, cool, cool. We're on the same page with that for sure. Yep. Yeah, that that that's a strong list right there. I forgot. Yeah, I totally forgot about uh, the Night of the Living Dead. That that was a scary movie. Yeah, it was, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. but, but let's pray nothing like that happens, <laughs> man. Especially now. With yeah, the, with yeah. Because I, I I've got my double tap of uh, <laughs> yeah, Pfizer, Pfizer all the way, and I'm like, oh god, and and the soreness just stopped like last week so well that's cool well cool well hey guys thank you for doing coming to the drive-in appreciate you spending some time with us and like i said we really enjoy you guys hanging out with us and what we got coming up next week we got something special next week right man next week we got a, a banger for you we got this thing called let's run it back so we got a guest coming on to the show mr marcus hunter uh one of our co-workers from uh wapt and he has this great movie that we're going to set up for you. And we're going to take a look at uh, the 8 Mile next week. That's right. We're going to go take it back to the 313. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so, right, baby. So, we'll check in on you guys. Thank you for joining us in the drive in. Later. Later. This thing is bigger than Nino Brown. This is big business.